Good day, beautiful people. I'm Kristen, and this is my podcast, The Red Room. On today's episode, we'll be having a Q&A and a very much requested story time. Title is, No Ride Home. Okay, you guys, for the Q&A segment of the podcast, I chose about 10 questions because a lot of the questions were very repetitive and some of them were very very personal very very personal like there's some questions you should ask you know and there's some questions that I understand curiosity you know you want to know but like you shouldn't ask them like one of the questions and, 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 and I hear the tone of my voice this is one of the questions was do I bleach my butthole? Who the fuck thinks about shit like that? Who? No, no, I'm not mad at anything, but I'm so confused. Who sits down and thinks, hmm, I wonder if he bleaches his butthole? Hmm, no. I, why do you want to know? <laughs> why do you want to know that? Why do you want to know? Anyways, 10 questions. The first question was, how old are you? I am 20 years of age. My birthday is November 16th, 2000. And that actually leads us into question two. What's your sign? I'm a Scorpio, a November Scorpio to be exact. You know, throughout the zodiac signs, you know, the water signs are deemed the more emotional ones. I you know that's, that's really true. But that's because we're more empathic than the rest of the zodiac sign. We're more in tune with our emotions and other people's emotions, especially Scorpios. We're the most empathic, you know. Me, it's, I wouldn't say it's hard to deal with my emotions because I'm very good at, um, 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 being composed and dealing with my emotions internally, but I would rather deal with my emotions externally. The problem comes when I'm around other people and their big emotions because I wouldn't say it influences how I feel, but like it changes the atmosphere around you. Like when someone comes with a whole lot of negativity, you can really feel it. And I and that shit like ooh, that's why I stay away from a whole. As I try to stay away from negative people, but you know they always seem to worm their way back in. Anyways, favorite things to do is question number three. I love to eat. Yes, thick bitch over here. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm not 220 pounds for no reason, and I'm not six two for no reason. Yeah, you let the voice fool you. I'm a I'm a solid bitch. I'm solid, solid. Um, I like to eat, I like to cook, and I also like to sing. Um, I was contemplating if I should sing something for you guys. I don't know, I don't know. Should I? You know what? I am. Um, I don't know what to sing. I'm just gonna sing something random. Remember those walls I built? Well, baby, they're tumbling down. They didn't even put up a fight. They didn't even make a sound. I found a way to let you in, but I never really had a doubt. Standing in the light of your halo, I've got my angel now. It's like I've been awakened. Every rule I you breaking, it's the risk that I'm taking. I ain't never gonna shut you out. Everywhere I'm looking out, I'm surrounded by your embrace. Baby, I can see a halo. Pray you won't fade away. You're everything I need and more. It's written all over your face. 
Baby, I can see a halo. Pray you won't fade away. You know, that's a little something. You know, I'm a little rusty. My voice back in the day. Woo, child, if y'all could hear me. Immaculate. But, yeah, those are some of the things that I like to do. Okay, question number four. Now, this is one of those personal questions that I was talking about. Um, through some of the stories that I've told, I'm pretty sure it should be obvious what my position is. That's a question for always. What's your position? You know, there's top. There's verse top. There's verse there's verse bottom and there's bottom do i have to explain each of those i don't think they should be obvious top is someone that gives bottom is someone that takes and verse is someone that does both verse top is someone that tops most of the time but occasionally they would bottom and verse bottom is someone that bottoms most of the time but occasionally they will top see boom a quick lesson the more you know um but yeah my i'm bottom yeah and i'm just saying you're fucking six two and you're a bottom bitch yes yes i am we have a problem with that okay moving on Okay, number five it was a very interesting question that I didn't think someone was going to ask me. Number five, am I a Christian? Um, no, I'm not a Christian. I consider myself a spiritualist. I'm not an atheist either. People, I don't understand. When you tell people you're not Christian, they automatically assume, oh, you're an atheist. There are other religions and other forms of beliefs besides Christianity. I do believe in a higher power and... I do like some of the ideologies that, you know, the, um, the religion of Christianity has. I, however, do not believe in the Christian way of thinking. And I do not agree with a lot of things that the, the, the Christians try to push. You know, they say the gay agenda. Well, I don't believe in some of the things that the Christian agenda has. Anyways, that's a different episode on the podcast. And we're going to get to that. I think next episode's podcast is going to be... Um, about religion, especially when it comes to Christianity and, and Islam. I'm not going to be very, dis- I'm going to be very, ooh, wow. The inner disrespect popped out. I'm going to be very respectful. I believe that no matter what you believe in, you should be respected about what you believe in, especially when it comes to religion. I don't disrespect anybody's religion. I might not agree with you, but that doesn't mean I have to disrespect you. And a lot of Christians need to learn that. Anyways, number six. Do you feel safe being openly gay? You know, in the Bahamas. That's where I live. I live in the Bahamas. Nassau, Bahamas, to be exact. Um, I wouldn't say people are comfortable with gay people. It's more so as we're here. Like, what are you going to do about it? That's basically it. Um, Have I gotten threats on my life? Of course. Has anybody ever acted on those threats? No. Um, a lot of time, um, ooh, a lot of time people, especially the males over here, are just talk. They would say, oh, this and that, you better watch out for you, da 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 this and da 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 you know? Just to show that male bravado that, ooh, I have so much dominance over you because you're less of a man. Being it doesn't make me less of a man because I still will punch you in your shit and sit down like a pretty bitch. I still will do that. So, um, do I feel safe? Yes. Um, does everybody like me? No. 
don't really care if everybody, everybody likes me. That's not my goal in life. If my goal in life was to have everybody to love and adore me, I will never get nowhere in life. If you stay um, um, I'm stuck on that mindset that, damn, I need everybody to have some type of fondness towards me, that's not going to happen. There's always going to be at least one person in life who does not like you. And some people just don't like you for no reason. Some people don't like you off of the shit that other people have said about you. And, like, it does not really matter to me. You don't like me, sweetie? I don't care. I really don't care. I'm secured in myself. Bitch, I don't... The amount of times I talk to myself in a day, bitch, I can... That's all I need. I don't even need friends. I talk to myself. And I'm very good company. Anyways... Question number seven. How do your parents feel about you? Now, Gregory and Linda. They love me. That's one thing I can say. They love me. Now, my my father does not have any quarrels about me being gay. None at all. He's a Scorpio just like me. So, you know, if he feels as if I'm uh, uncomfortable with certain things, he'd be like, okay, boom, and go from there. Um... We don't talk about certain things when it comes to my lifestyle. You know, I tell them, okay, this person threatened me. Or I just had an argument with this person about the stupidest thing. And they'd be like, you need to stop answering these stupid people. And, you know, I agree. Because, you know, one thing that the Bible does say, he who answers the matter of a fool, he who answers the matter with a fool becomes a fool themselves. And that's that's right. Because a lot of times I'd be going stupid trying to argue with these people on Facebook. Um, But he does not have any issues with me. You know, he loves me. Boom. Now, Miss Linda, she loves me to death. I know that much. But, you know, she is a hardcore Christian. You know, she will always have a Bible verse for everything. For everything. You know, we have our little differences here and there. But that's my mother. And I'm her son. And she will always love me and I will always love her. Okay. Question number eight. How did I come out? Okay. Now. My mother, she always knew. She always knew. Now, how she got her definitive answer was that my sisters used to have, well, my younger sister, she used to have this tablet. It was really, really slow. And this is around the time where I didn't have any electronics because my, my, my tablet broke and my phone broke. So I was using it. I swear for God. I was trying to watch a movie, and you know them illegal websites, they always have these pop-ups coming up, and it was a pop-up for porn. And I was like, I don't want to see this, and I was trying to exit it out, and I pressed it, and it went to the site. And the fucking shit would not move. It would not move, the screen froze. So I turned it off, and I exited out Chrome. Now, I don't know who the fuck it was. I don't know if it was the my the, my twins or her, but they went and they showed the the, the 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 fucking search or whatever the web. I don't know how the fuck it went down. So I wasn't there for it. I all I know is I come home from school and my daddy picked me up and he was like, "What was you looking up on that tablet?" And I was like, "Oh fuck, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. I'm smarter than that. I'm smarter than that." So she brought me in the bathroom and she was like, "You know." Are you gay and this and that and that and this. And I can tell, like, mothers always know. She knew from fucking long times. So I don't even know why the hell she asked me that awkward ass question. Everybody knew. But anyways, my dad was a different story. He is someone that is... I love his demeanor because I remember it. We was driving to go pick up my sister from work. 
Ooh, story time in the Q&A. Ooh. <laughs> and, you know, some of them was like, this is your time. Tell him. And I was like, excuse me? The fuck? I don't want to. But then I, I, was, I was trying to slowly work it, my way into the telling him. So I was like, hey, growing up, have you ever noticed anything different about me? You know, he was like, no. Was I, was, was I supposed to? And I was like, um, like, have you ever, you know, had any thoughts about me as a person, like, differently? Like, you know, he was like, no, you're Kristen. I always thought you were Kristen. And I was like, damn it, you're making it hard, but that's some good energy right there. That's some good energy. You only see me as your son, and I love that. Love that about him. So, you know me, I trying to fucking slowly work my way into him getting it, because he was being clueless, and I don't know if he was doing that on purpose, because I didn't want to just come out and say it. So, after 20 minutes, 20 fucking minutes. He finally could say, so you trying to say that you're gay? And I was like, mm-hmm, in my fucking eye. And then he paused. And I was like, you thinking about it? He was like, yeah. So I was like, how do you feel about it? He was like, well, you know, it's it's 2019. Who cares? And I was like, oh, Jesus. I could have speak in tongues how happy I was. Ooh, I was wanted to cry because I was like, I really thought you was gonna kick me out the house, make me walk home. It was like you watched too damn movie, too much damn movies. I was like, you right, you right, and that's the story of how I came out. Now for everyone else, like honestly, the only person who I gave a fuck about knowing is my daddy, and once he didn't have a problem with it, it was fuck everybody else. To be honest. I didn't give two fucks about what anybody else think as long as he did not mind. Girl, it was, it was, I didn't care. But for everybody else, everybody else just assumed, you know, people in my school, they just assumed, you know, he's the gay one. I was always referred to as the gay one, you know, that one. Oh, Kristen, yeah, no, Kristen, the gay one, yeah. Everybody assumed, right? But in my 12th year of fucking high school, which was 2019 as well. Um, in my class group chat, um, 12SS, was it SS? Yeah, 12SS, that was our class group chat. I came out (laughs) in the group chat, I was like, you guys, I'm a rainbow. You know, some of them were fucking slow, what the fuck you mean a rainbow? Bitch, what the hell, what do you mean I'm a rainbow, what what, what, what else you think I mean? Oh my gosh. You know, a lot of them were like, you know, cool, bro. We accept you. This and that. This and that. Ooh, this turned into a whole story time because I have a whole story time about that bullshit they fucking tell me. We have time. We have time. So, it's only two more questions and we have another story time to tell. But anyways. So, I came out. A lot of people, you know, cool. A lot of people lost. You know, some people who were sending, like, the running emoji in class, in, in the group chat when I said that. I was like, I really don't give a fuck. Gregory knew. So, I didn't care about what anybody else was thinking. So, time passed. Came to school. Everybody, you know, it was it was confirmed. Early in my grade 12 class, you know, it was confirmed. Hey, Kristen, he finally came out. No, 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 no. So, I came out to everybody. I came out to uh, a few friends in, like, what, 2016, 2017? Yeah, I came out to a few close friends then. But, you know, I just decided, I'm tired of... I wasn't even in the closet. I just was standing in front of it. And I was like, I don't... I'm tired of staying in one place, you know? Got really bored. Let me tell you, two weeks later, tell me how the whole fucking school find out how I come out inside the class group chat. I was like, anyways, it don't matter to me. Everybody already assumed, so now you fucking know. Boom, pow. That's not the fucked up part. 
I remember this fucking clearly. It was after school. And there's this place by the guidance council office where all of us would hang out and, and, and sit and talk. So Miss King, love her. That was our guidance counselor. She called me into her office. She was like, Kristen. I was like, yes, ma'am. She sat me down. She was like, you know, a lot of the students and some of the teachers um, um, brought something to my attention. And I was cruel as fuck because I was like, oh, okay. Am I, in, am I in trouble? She's like, no, you're not in trouble. But like... Some of the students, they feel they feel like your safety is in jeopardy. So I was like, what are you talking about? They told me about what happened in the group chats. So I was like, oh, okay. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. And and, and, and I, I had to backtrack because I was like, you mean I'm my safety? How would my safety be in jeopardy? They feel as if that some of the other male students might think that you would be coming on to them. And I was like, Miss King, I stopped her right there. I was like, let me give you the rundown. Let me give you the rundown of what's going on. That whole class is fake as hell. They don't care about nothing but themselves. We're divided as fuck. They, I didn't curse now. I'm just, you know. They don't care about my safety. They just love to be in people's business. If they care about my safety, they would have come to me and talked to me about it. They did not care about my safety. They had this information and they wanted to tell somebody. That's what they wanted to do. And she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I've only liked, I've only openly liked one person in my grade in my class and that was in grade 10 we're in grade 12 i don't have no feelings at all towards that young man miss king and i'm not stupid enough to come on to any of them because miss king for being honest they're ugly all of them ugly so the fact that the fact that that would come about that really that really mastered my psyche that really that really perturbed my soul because like now is one Two, it's four niggas in that whole class, in my whole grade 12 class, who I would even, five, <clears throat> it's five who I would even say, you know, I would, I, I'd do it, I would do it, but, but the rest of them are, 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 are ugly. So it, 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 it really rest, it really messed with me, you know, because like, out of the, after them five niggas, who wasn't even that fine, to be honest. The rest of them was just like, <clears throat> not to be rude, not to be rude, because I was friends with I was friends with most of the people in my class, but like what I do stuff with them, no, no, uh, uh-uh, no, not at all. And okay, <clears throat> I know a lot of y'all thinking, nigga, you doing supposed to be doing a Q and A, and a lot of people are telling me to <laughs> stay focused, but I had to give you a little background, and that isn't even all of it. But I'll stop there. I'll stop there. I'll stop there. Question number nine. Are you actually a witch now? Yes, I am. I started my spiritual journey in August of 2020. And it's still going on. That's like, it's it's not going to stop. It's an ongoing thing, you know, with the growth and, and learning everything and learning more. Um, when it comes to magic and witchcraft, yes, I do do that. I do practice witchcraft. Um... And a lot of people associate that word witchcraft when it comes to, oh my gosh, you worship the devil, you do evil magic, you do black magic. One, I don't worship the devil. Two, black magic isn't a thing. That agenda of black magic and correlating that color on the whole with evil is white people's doing. Because when you look at African spirituality, like Huru, Voodoo, Santeria, I don't even know if Santeria is African spirituality, but I, yeah. People associate that with 
demonic and worshiping devil that has nothing to do with christianity nothing at all y'all let these white people fill up your mind with bullshit and then y'all like to come back to people like me and expect me to feel bad for doing something that i know is 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 good and wholesome most of the magic that i practice is healing and, and, and protective magic rise up right now i haven't got into the baneful stuff as yet but yeah do your research on shit before you open up your mouth. Do not spew shit back to me that someone else told you. And expect me to be comfortable with that. Do your own research. Have a mind of your own when it comes to stuff like that. And that's all I have to say about that. But yes, I am a witch. I'm a baby witch for right now. But yes. And question number 10, what made you want to be gay? You know, one day I woke up and there was a switch on my hand. And it was like, do you want to be a straight nigga fucking bitches or a dick in the booty ass nigga? And I flipped that switch to a dick in the booty ass nigga. Why would the fuck? No, 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 no. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Why in the world would I choose to like men? Men are horrible. Very much so. Not all. Not all. Men are horrible. Why the fuck would I choose to like men? And growing up in a Christian household, and reading the Bible and knowing the Bible and know what it says about people who practice homosexuality, why would I choose to be gay? There was no choice in the matter. There was no choice in the matter. I did not wake up one day and think, hmm, I like boys now. It was not like that. I've never had a sexual attraction towards women. Never. Now, as I grew and I matured, I'm not saying that women aren't attractive. There are beautiful women. I've, you know, done stuff with women, but that's not my cup of tea. That's not my cup of tea. Now, me. Me. This is something about me. The thought of me. This, is, this, might, this might be TMI, but, you know, if I'm, talking to, I'm talking to family and I'm talking to a friend. The idea of me putting myself into someone is... Bleh. It's horrible. No, fuck that. Wow. Zero stars. Would not recommend. But the other way around is... Mm, like that. Love that idea. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Um, <laughs> But no, there was no choice in the matter of it. And you know, a lot of people feel as if... Oh, oh my gosh. Things happen in your life that lead you to this moment, you know. A lot of things influence that. You went through traumatic experiences. I had a normal childhood. I had a normal childhood. I never dressed up in women's clothes. I never put on my high heels. I never, never, I never even played with dolls. I had a normal childhood. I was a boy. I just was happened to be a boy who liked boy, boys. And I never knew what being gay was until I reached grade 7. Because that's when I started to get bullied about my voice and my demeanor and my idiosyncrasies and stuff like that. So I never knew something was quote-unquote wrong with it until someone pointed it out to me. But you know me, I'm openly gay, I'm proud. Woo! Rainbows all the way fucking around. Um, there was no choice in the matter. Um, it, I was... It took me a lot to become comfortable with me being myself or to even say that out loud. It took a lot because I was depressed for so long about my sexuality and I hated myself for so long about it. So the fact that I can openly say, yes, my name is Kristen Evans and I am an openly gay man, that is growth. Because if you asked me that, even in 2019 when I came out, it would have been hard for me to say it. And my guidance counselor, Miss King, actually pointed that out. She was like, 
you think that you're comfortable with yourself, but you can't even say what you are out loud. You, Because I told her I'm a sprinkle. And she was like, you can't even say that you're gay out loud. So that tells me that you're not comfortable with yourself as yet. And I was like, damn, bitch. I didn't ask you to call me out like that. I did not ask you to call me out like that. But you know, that was some real shit. She was saying that was some real shit. So, yes. Uh, there was no choice in the matter. But you know, I'm happy with myself now. So it doesn't even matter. Well, you know, that was the last question. That was the last question. Um, that ends this segment of the Q&A. Like I always say, if you have any more questions, feel free to ask me. Um, there's a lot of more. There's a lot more stuff that I want to do with this podcast. A lot more things that I want to introduce. But, you know, this is the first Q&A. How do you guys feel about it? Now, bitch. On to the story time. So, child, this story time. It it, it, it it boils my blood because like some of the stupid shit I do and some of the stupid shit niggas is do, it it really it really is make me question males on the fucking whole. Like what the fuck is wrong with us? There's a lot. So there's this young man, very much so thuggy in nature. I'm pretty sure he's in a gang. I'm pretty sure. I'm not gonna say which one because I don't have the energy for that. I don't want nobody coming after fucking me. He was in a gang, you know. He was very. I don't know how to put it. He was very gangster, to, to, to put it. Yeah. And this is around the time when I started to post my stories on Facebook about my experiences, you know, dealing with DL niggas, uh, other people at the Alphabet Mafia. So, you know, he messaged me and he wanted to know more about, you know, some of the stuff I was talking about. Not on the problem. I love to educate people, especially when they ask me stuff about, like, stuff like that. But then he started to get a little bit more sexual with his stuff. And, you know, I knew where it was going. So I had to tell him, listen, I understand this and that. You might be curious, but I am not and I cannot deal with another DL nigga right now. And I said it just like that. I am not someone who likes to beat around the bush. I said it just like that. He took some offense to it because he was still trying to put on that straight facade. But I was like, love, I could I could see you that. I know what this is leading to. And he was like, okay, cool. I could respect that. My bad. I did not mean to make you mad. And I was like, no, I'm not angry. I just can't deal with that right now. So I was like, we could be friends if you want to. And he was like, sure. So we became good friends. And, you know, we started to talk a lot and hang out and this and that. So one day he picked me up and we was riding around the back of South Beach. Now, in the back of South Beach, only reason you go in the back there is to do stuff you ain't supposed to be doing. And I know that's a fucking fact. I don't care what nobody say. Oh, I just go to the beach. Ain't nobody's going to fucking South Beach to go in the fucking water. Y'all just go there to suck and fuck. That's what y'all just go there to do. So we riding around. And... I trying to feel around, and I was like, fuck, I forget my phone. He's like, that's cool, that's fine, that's fine, that's okay. We can listen to music off my phone because I wanted to listen to music. You know, we park, we listen to the water, we listen to the music, we talking, having a big key, 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 key. He turned off the car. Uh, he rolled up the windows. Nah, he, he, oh. Anyways, it's plenty of them in that, so he drove this beautiful red Honda Civic and the windows was blacker than him. So you couldn't really see into the car. You had to come up to the to the fucking window with a fucking flashlight and try and see and you couldn't even see through the car. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Nice car and what's not. 
this nigga could straight up ask me if I wanted to fuck. I was like, excuse me? He was like, oh, I have a, a, a pillow in the back seat. You know, you could be comfortable. And I was like, no, bro, we friends. I don't tell you I into nothing like that. Listen to me. This is one of those stories that I refrain from telling people because, like, it's traumatic. But it's not that traumatic to ask. You know, I can't tell it. I peeped the gun in the back seat. I saw it. He was trying to cover it up with the pillow. So I saw it. So I was like, if I get in this back seat and actually try to entertain this nigga and I don't want to do it, he might try to force me to do something. So I'm not into that. So I was in the front seat and I told him, no. I'm not into that. And I could see him, as I'm talking, I could see him getting angrier and angrier. He could tell me, get out the car. Huh? What do you mean, get out the car? What do you mean, get in the water? He said, no, get out my fucking car. I said, oh! Okay, I'm not one to take loneliness from people. So I got out the car, and I stood there. Because I don't want this nigga reaching that box seat and stop. No, no, no. You ain't killing the last child. That's one thing about me. I might be stupid, but I smart. You ain't fucking kill me. So I did what he said, and I got out of the car. And I stood there, and he drove off with the quickness. So in my head, I was like, okay, cool. We don't have our phone. So the only thing we could, the only thing I could do is try walk home. So you know me, I reached this area where it's like, okay, again, some of y'all might not know the area, okay? I was like at the, it's a school, it's a high school named Anatole. I was like the end of that strip where South Beach is and like where Marshall Road is, right? That's like you going towards my old school BA. I was right there. It's like where a church is, a church right in front of that the road. And I reached there and that was done a five fucking walk. I hot, I mad, I just want to go home and forget this shit ever happened. So I walk in and I thinking to myself, how the fuck I get myself in this situation? How the fuck I get myself myself in this situation? And my older sister always telling me, Kristen, stop doing shit like that. If you go in somewhere, I need a license plate number and a picture of this nigga. And I was like, okay, you know what? You're right. But I've never been in a situation like this where I would have to fucking, you know. But I have twice. But, you know, those are more darker story times that I don't think I'm gonna tell. But, you know... This situation really opened my eyes like, wow, niggas ain't shit. So I walk in. I reached Anna Anatole. And it's a good thing it was a fucking um, um, Sunday and nobody was there. So I wasn't going to walk past that. I did not want to walk past that school while people was there. This nigga go ride up on the side of me and tell me to get in the car. I look at him. I look at the sun. I look at my skin. I say, yeah. I do fucking black for this. I got in the car. I got in the car. You think I... Uh-uh. I was not about to walk. No, thank you. Mm-mm, I was tired. Mm-mm. Even if he'd shoot me, at least I'd have been like, damn, well, shoot. I ain't got to deal with the sun no more. So, you know, he apologized and he apologized. And he, was, he wasn't even directly saying he's sorry. He was like, you know, sometimes I scare like this. And, you know, that's just my... I have anger issues. I'd be fighting demons. No, you don't... You wouldn't be fighting demons. You like mine and you don't want to admit it. And don't piss me off right now. Because I will reach in the back and shoot you with your own fucking gun. Take me fucking home. Take me home. He took me home. I blocked this nigga on everything. I need lucky I ain't tell Gregory. Gregory have the connections. He would have been in fucking jail. Bitch. But, yeah. This nigga literally leave me... I wouldn't say in the middle of nowhere, but leave me in the middle of nowhere, my phone home, I can't even call for help. 
I block the nigga on everything because if it's one thing, I ain't gonna take his lowness and you ain't gonna ever do me like that ever again. Never again. That's not the last time I had an encounter with that young man. The second time, <laughs> that's, a, that's a different story time. That's a different story time because that actually happened recently. <sighs> and yeah. <laughs> Quite interesting. But yeah, you guys. That is the story, no ride home. As you can see, I don't know ride home. That nigga, I, that nigga really left me stranded there. Really left me stranded there. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> Ooh. If this was me now, I'd put a hex on this whole family. Fuck all of them. Fuck your mama, because she raised a dumb bitch. That's what. Anyways, guys, that is the, the story time. Let me know if you guys like hearing the story times. You know, let me know what you guys want to hear. Um, I normally post posts on Facebook between which story time that you guys want to hear. Um, but yeah, I'm think, I think with each podcast, I'm going to have a segment where I tell a story, you know, just to keep things, you know, interesting. Because like I say, I have... A whole library full of the bullshit that I have been through. And I haven't even scratched the surface of some of the nitty gritty shit that I haven't even told my closest friends. But child. Well, we've reached the end of another episode of The Red Room. Remember to stay positive and always speak your mind. Peace and blessings to all of you. Ashe.